Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance. Let's just stop right there. Just wanted a new entrance and stop saying, well, it's time to get in the word. You know, just do something a little different. So, it's always good to start with the word. Salutation of hope, faith. God's a good God. It's the Lord's Day today. Every day is the Lord's Day, but it's recognized as the Lord's Day today for most. Just as long as you sanctify the Lord and give Him a day somewhere in your busy schedule of running to and fro, then, uh, then that's a good thing. And it's faith. I mean, he gave us breath. We can give him back. You know, we're supposed to lay down our lives anyway. So here, that which you've given me here, I return back to you. You know, I got something here. I'm just, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. But uh, Mark chapter 16, I'm not debating over whether or not some scrolls or, or writings, ancient writings had this in it. It was in the book that they gave to me. And that's good enough for me. It's been witnessed by the Holy Spirit many times. Mark 16, starting at 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You know, I drove a truck for years, and that's called a dispatch. You call dispatch to see what... Uh, what task or what uh, what they want to use that truck for that day and I'm the operator of the truck. I've had some dispatches where it was uh, just in time freight to automotive places and all they would do then would call you and say be here at this time because that truck ran 24 hours a day. There was a day shift guy who ran that truck and uh, then there was a, a third shift guy and uh, when that, that, lad, that guy was on his last run, they would call the next driver and say, be here at this time. That's when the truck gets here. You'll get in just a little early, get your paperwork and stuff, and you're dis you're, now you're on, on the dispatch. You're doing, because if that uh, assembly line doesn't get its material, it shuts down and all those people who are making very good money as far as working and you know as far as working for a living goes uh, they stand there making that money and they're not working and the business the automotive company is not happy and then they recoup that from the company that calls the line to shut down talking about being dispatched he said go ye into all the world one it's, it's a dispatch. Two, in that dispatch, you have work to do. Now, there are other dispatches where every day you call in. Like, they could give me a load down to Atlanta. And then in Atlanta, when I get that dispatch completed, you call back to dispatch from your terminal, mostly. Sometimes it's a general dispatch for the whole company, if it's a nationwide company. And then they'll have you pick up usually somewhere within an hour or two of say Atlanta because I just delivered there 
And then that load could go anywhere, anywhere a truck can go. I can't cross the ocean, but that as long as it's on land, that truck can go to it. And so the sky's the limit as far as, you know, where your dispatch could take you. I mean, think about that. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Make sure it's a dispatch. And it's just not you running around willy-nilly. God said, go, there'll be provision. There'll be protection. And there'll be a whole lot of learning. And that's the good thing about it. So, he dispatches us. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now that you got your dispatch, you know there's work to do. Now, this is what happens. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. There's good things coming from this job, this dispatch. There's a reason to go. People are going to have done to them what, ha what you had done to you. A new birth, a new life. There's great expectation in this. This is a joyful work. I didn't say it was easy. This is a joyful work. And I didn't say you won't be resisted, but this is a joyful work. The hope, the expectation. Lord, I prayed that since the day I got saved. God, do for them what you just did for me and use me to do it. I want to be a part of that. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. That's the last word of unbelief in this in these uh, four four verses of scripture written in red. That's all you hear about that. There is no try to talk them into it. You know, what will happen, though, is your dispatch will take you wherever you're supposed to go, but somebody else will come in after a while. I always put it this way. Uh, I'll see you when you get back. You witness to people, and they don't receive your witness. And as they walk away, I'm just like, Lord, I'll see them when they get back. Because he'll, he'll, he'll walk them around, and know some stuff's going to happen, and all that kind of stuff, because he's, there's a process to try to get you to rethink this thing, turn around, change your mind about God. Then he'll send in another dispatchee who has received his word, and and he comes in because there there's sowing the seed and there's watering the seed, and then there's presenting the gospel again to those who didn't hear the last time, because their ears are stuffed up and their eyes are blinded to the things of God. They believe the lie, and the truth is just it dazzles them. It befuddles them, and they're not ready for it. But you have to believe on your dispatch, you did something. You you broke up the fallow ground, you scratched the surface. There's 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 some effect. The gospel always has an effect, positive or negative, depending on how the person received it and what condition they're in. But they'll never be the same no matter what their response is. And then whoever it is that's redispatched on that, they they might get to see what you hope to see when you were doing your assignment with that person. But it's the last word concerning unbelief. And that last word is, they shall be damned. There's nothing more to say about that. A complete and absolute rejection. There's nothing more to say. So he goes on. These signs shall follow them that believe. <laughs> There's... There's some things that we can see that tells us the condition of the person. 
And, you know, there's one way you could say that. Hey, that guy takes dispatch. Yeah, he's on the board. You on the board? Yeah, I'm next up. See, we don't know that in the spirit realm, but God does. Heaven does. Your angel does. Oh, he's next up. He gets the next dispatch. Huh. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Like I said, these, this is written in red. This is the Lord Jesus Christ talking. Shall they cast out devils <laughs> in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? Come out. So what are you talking to, Daniel? I'm talking to dictator spirits. If you got a devil, you've seen what Hitler did in Germany. Stalin did in Russia. Castro did in, I think that's the best one for Americans. Castro did in Cuba. He just locked it down. It was Castro's Cuba, period. And we shall cast out that dictator spirit. We shall throw down that commanding thing that has risen up and it has no authority except by through a lie. It has lied itself into your life and now it is taking you over. You got a devil. And think about your own life. What controls you? What's your stronghold of thought? And as you're on your dispatch here, uh, you ought to be thinking those things and listen to how they speak because they'll tell you. And you'll be able to tell. They shall cast out devils. They shall cast out the dictator spirit that is controlling this, that person. There's going, there's going to be some changes around here. There's, there's a new sheriff in town. They shall take up serpents. Now, now, I have not through the Greek or Hebrew looked at these scriptures, but this was given to me today, and I'm just going to speak it out there. They shall take up serpents. They shall sever the connection. They shall cut the serpents. We're given a two-edged sword for something. He said, in my name. And let me add, uh-oh, he's adding to the scripture. In my name and through his delegated authority and by his word, we shall cut, sever the connection. And one of them tries to reconnect, you'll know it. You'll be so sensitive to the things of God and you'll be able to spot it in others because you are at this point God's ambassador, God's missionary, uh, servant on assignment, however you want to put it, you're, you've been dispatched. You have a task. Every day you're dispatched, whether you know it or not. But they shall, I'd just like to put it this way because that's how it came to me today when I read it. I've never seen that before. I wrote it in my Bible and then highlighted it. I wrote it in black ink and then highlighted it in yellow. They shall cut the serpent, sever connection, or serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Those are miracles, and we just read right over them. I remember in high school, one of my friends took a dare. He drank some motor oil. 
they was trying to talk him into doing it. It was at a so-called party, and we were buds. But he had started running around with some different guys, and uh, when I seen what was happening, and he was going to do it. He was letting them egg him on, but I knew him, and I told him, I said, come on, we're out of here, man, let's go. And he wouldn't go. And I, I wasn't there to see him drink the motor oil. But the next time I saw him, he was in the hospital. So I know what happened. We shall drink any deadly thing. It will not harm us. Sometimes when you de detect those, how do you say it? Darkened spirits trying to make connection with you. You know, you brush up pretty close to them. But I'm the one who can lay hands on the sick and they're, they'll recover. So I'm not afraid of the sickness that might rub off because I'm out there. Jesus ate with the sinners. We can go where we dang well please. And we can hear what they say. It just, it's not going to have any effect on us. I'm not drinking it, but it does. Words have power, even if they're wrong words. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We ought to just wake up in the morning going, I'm going to lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover today. To the glory of God in Jesus Christ's name, by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to lay hands on sick today. Anybody present themselves sick to me today, I'm going to go, God, is this the one? Come on, God, come on, come on. Or do I just go out there and just start, everybody under the sun, come out, sickness, come out. No, I'm going to be led of the Spirit, but I am going to be prepared for the good things. And I'm not going to be fearful if I go, what, what, what? there's alcohol in that. Why did that, who put that in front of me? They can't get you. It's not what goes into the body that defiles a man. It's what comes out. Bad words. Wrong words. Words that don't have life and light. Well, you've received your dispatch. This is all for meditation. Your pastor today will give you dispatch. The Holy Spirit will give you dispatch. I'm here just to stir you up and prepare your heart. Now go out there and See who you can help. In Jesus' holy name. Bye.